What's going on everyone, it's your favorite minority from the loud majority Just touching base with the bass um, Got a few things to talk about today Three main things though Number one, Biden shipping pallets of baby formula to the border amid nationwide shortage Yeah, that sounds horrible doesn't it? So all over the country right now people are posting photos <clears throat> You know, in, in um, supermarkets in the uh, the formula aisle, I would say, you know, the, in the baby formula aisles, and the shelves are pretty much empty. They're pretty much empty. Um, whatever is there, there's not much of it, and um, you know, obviously, um, you know, a lot of babies they they take different forms of formula, and they're pretty much being left with no option. Well, being left with, um, you know pretty much an option that they they pretty much can't really even have because they they need a certain type of formula and it's not on the shelves so the biden administration has been shipping pallets of baby formula to migrant holding facilities despite a national shortage according to representative cat kamik in uh republican florida um they are sending pallets pallets of baby formula to the border Camping in a video posted to Facebook Wednesday. Meanwhile, in our own district at home, we cannot find baby formula. Camping said he, uh, uh, Camping says she, sorry, was tipped off about the issue by a Border Patrol agent who sent her photos and deliveries. So they got proof that this guy is pretty much sending all of our stuff to a bunch of illegal people that have crossed, the, illegal immigrants that have crossed the border. Now, you can feel how you want to feel about you know, <clears throat> migration, legal migration, illegal migration. If you're okay with people just coming across the border, you can feel like that all you want. But there's a difference between that and pretty much giving up all our resources to people that aren't even supposed to be here, in all honesty. And, you know, technically speaking, you know, it's not as if the, it's not as if we would be getting, um, you know, this type of uh, this type of help from their country, pretty much. So. Uh, the article goes on to say the first photo is from this morning at Ursula Processing Center at the U.S. border. The Florida Republican uh, captioned the photo on her Facebook page. Shelves and pallets packed with baby formula. The second is from a shelf from here at home. Formula is scarce. Okay, I don't see a picture here. I guess they're just describing the picture. All right. Uh, according to Kamek, the 30-year veteran of the border force told her his own children can't find baby formula for his grandchildren. Stressing that it is not the children's fault, Kamek said that the move is typical for the Biden administration. What is infuriating to me, these are her words, but what is, infuri uh, what is infuriating to me is that this is another example of the America last agenda that the Biden administration continues to perpetuate, which is true. So many people pretty much happily signed up for what we're we're living with right now. And the crazy thing is most of those people now, they don't want to talk politics now. That's what you hear come out of their mouth. I don't want to talk politics anymore. Huh? You don't, huh? Convenient. People don't want to pretty much be faced with the fact that they're responsible. But anyway, the fact is he didn't really... We all know who really won anyway, but, you, you know, at the end of the day. So she goes on to say, I don't know about you, 
But if I'm a mother anywhere, anytime in America, and I go to my local Walmart or Target or Publix or Safeway uh, or Kroger or wherever it may be that you shop and you are seeing their shelves and you are seeing signs that you are not able to get baby formula and then you see the American government sending by, by the pallet thousands and thousands of containers of baby formula to the border, that would make my blood boil, she added. I mean, I, I, that, I think that would make anyone. It's actually making mine. I don't have a newborn, but if I did, I mean, I would pretty much be... <clears throat> Beyond pissed right now. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm angry for you to be honest. According to the New York Times, uh, a manufacturing recall triggered the former formula scarcity, and the issue has been uh, exacerbated by supply chain issues and labor shortages. Rudy Lushner, an associate professor of supply chain management at Rutgers Business School, told the Times that some industries are easily able to adjust production level as demand dictates. You flip a switch, and they can produce 10 times as much, he said. Baby formula is not that type of product. Wow. So that's not one of these products that they could just pump out immediately. It's going to take some time. Mothers across the country told the Times that they are rationing the formula they have as they struggle to find more retailers. I mean... <clears throat> what more do you need to hear about Joe Biden at this point? Joe Biden is clearly showing the people of America that he does not care about them. And he has people rooting for him as he's doing it, which is the sad part. I mean, how anybody could do that is beyond me. I don't I don't get it. You can you know, you you can hate where you where you where you are, but at the end of the day you're there. And to um, to be okay with all of your own resources being given away to people they shouldn't be given to, I mean, it's kind of, um, it's just kind of self-destructive. I mean, imagine sitting at home looking at your newborn baby cry because you can't find formula anywhere. And then you find out the guy that you voted for is sending the formula that you're supposed to have to people who aren't even supposed to be here. And then imagine rooting for that. Like, imagine, yeah. Being like, yeah, man, that's great. Do that. As my son is sitting behind me crying, screaming because he can't eat. Okay, yeah. I'm so happy I did this. But we told people that you know, we told people how bad it would get. We told people it would get dark. <clears throat> it would get dark very quick, very scary. People thought it was just a bunch of people standing on the corner with the you know the end is nigh sign and you know ringing the bell. <sighs> On Armageddon, that guy's gonna be the coolest person you ever you ever know. You're, he's gonna be the first guy you're gonna run to to speak to. But I mean, pay attention to what they're doing. I mean, from everything that that's that's happened so far to what's going on now, Joe Biden is systematically trying to destroy America. Him and his administration don't care about you. I've said this a billion times, okay, and I'll say it again. Let me sip my beer. Inflation's through the roof. He doesn't care. He's just blaming Putin. He literally will not stop blaming Putin. Okay? He won't stop blaming Putin for inflation, <clears throat> for the gas prices. He's literally trying to trying to make it seem as if this all started after the conflict in Ukraine. When we all know what happened, it happened way before. It started way before. You can look this up anywhere you want. Another thing, he just will not stop sending money to Ukraine. I don't understand. Do they really need all this money? We all know that they're not going to go, this This money's not going to get used to aid the people of Ukraine at all. 
within the last few days, there have been a lot of key players in Washington D.C. visiting a war zone. Okay, now let's 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 just wrap our brains around this for a second because I can't think of any president or any vice president or any um, <clears throat> high level congressman or anything like that ever visiting a war torn country or a country in the middle of a hot war, a kinetic war. Since when does the the, the vice president visit a country that's in the middle of a war? I'm, I'm, we we got to be smarter than this and understand that they're literally just putting on a show right in front of us. And the only reason that they're all running to Ukraine right now is because that $40 billion, what was it, $44 billion, I think? I think it's around $44 billion. Because that $44 billion is getting sent over there. So now they're all running there at the same time. Think about it. I mean, they're all going in. They're all going to cash in. They're all going over there to watch what's happening with the money to make sure they get their end of the money, and that way they can come back home with their end of the money. Kamala was there. Pelosi was there. In heels, in the middle of a war zone. No, no gear. No uh, bulletproof vests. No, you know, military grade uh, um, equipment. Nothing. Nothing. The vice president of the United States. I mean, come on. It almost makes you feel like maybe, just maybe, things ain't all as bad as they're telling us they are over there. I mean, we know they're not. Right? I mean, I think it was pretty clear Putin said he was going to attack certain areas. Said he wasn't going to, uh, you know, bomb the entire country. <clears throat> Don't believe what you see on TV. Okay? Don't believe what you see on TV. Plenty of clips have been uh, debated uh, and had to be pulled down and taken off of the internet. And the news has even done it. They use fake clips, video game footage. We know this. So from there on, you shouldn't trust anything that you see on TV when it comes to this conflict in Ukraine. Okay? Don't trust it. They can be showing you something that happened a long time ago. So, we got no baby formula on our shelves. Moms can't get um, any food for the babies, for the, for the newborns. We got Joe Biden sending $44 billion to Ukraine as we're in the middle of a shortage, food shortage, formula shortage, gas uh, shortage, and um, high prices on gas. I mean... And then he goes off and sends $44 billion to another country, the 51st state of America, Ukraine. <laughs> you understand? Okay? Ukraine has been laundering money for Washington, D.C. for God knows how long. This probably goes back, I mean, who knows? Somebody, somebody that's been doing this longer than me would know. That's all, I, that's all I can say. But I'm pretty sure this goes on for decades. This has been happening for a long time. Okay, Joe Biden has been called out by his business dealings in Ukraine long ago. Okay, This is not brand new. This is not some new information that we're just bringing up now because we don't like Joe Biden and him and, Joe, him and uh, Trump are going to most likely run against each other again. No, it's, it has nothing to do with that. This literally happened. Okay, Joe Biden had a prosecutor fired. Because he was investigating him. Because the prosecutor was investigating Joe Biden. And he used his power as vice president to have the man fired. 
Isn't that crazy? And why would you do that? Unless you had something to hide. And everybody was getting money from Russia anyway. He was getting paid. He was getting paid too. And of course, Big Daddy was getting paid too. For the big guy, 10%. We all know who the big guy is. The shriveled up guy. Anyway, I'm rambling. Let's move on to the next thing. Because I, I, I got off topic. All right, next. Here we are. Look at this. Disgusting. Teacher invited 12-year-old girl to after-school art club that was really a gender identity meeting. See, now here we go. This is something that touches me, you know, very close to home very deeply because I got a daughter, all right? Now, my daughter was to grow up and be whatever she wanted to be. That would be perfectly fine with me. And I would love her, and it would probably give me a better understanding on why it happens and why people do it. Because I would have someone who actually lives in my home, and I can probably, you know, understand it better if that was the route that she was to go in one day. Or my sons, if they was to go in that route one day, you know, in their own way. But when you have um, impressionable kids and they trust, uh, they trust you teachers they teachers they trust i remember when i was in school my teachers were pretty much my parents for this time frame you know what i mean I, that, now that i'm older i know better but when, in that mindset when i was young that's how i looked at it There's, these are my parents from eight o'clock till three o'clock pretty much that's how i looked at it and i'm pretty sure that's how most kids look at it because it's just natural so they trust them, and they trust their word, and they trust the things that they say to them, the teachers that the teachers say to them. They trust the, whatever they say because they're expected to know better, as a parent would. Now, when you have a teacher pretty much encouraging your students to talk about their gender and their gender identity with you and come to your meetings with other adults I'm guessing are there this is a 12 year old these are kids at the end of the day you know what I mean so you're an adult and you're having meetings with most likely other adults about this kind of stuff and then you're inviting the kids so an art teacher at a Colorado middle school invited a 12 year old girl to an after school club under the guise of it being about art but it turned into a gender identity meeting in which the girl was told if she is not 100% comfortable in her female body she's transgender <laughs> you understand that so like basically saying if you are if you have even the slightest thought that means you are what you you know what you're doubting or what you you are that's what you are if you whatever you're doubting that's what you are or whatever you're fighting against that's what you are no, no, they they technically may not even be fighting against it it could just be something that's happening and they're trying to figure out how to how to navigate through it and deal with it <clears throat> so uh according to documents obtained by parents defending defending educations the PDE Jenna Reap the Wellington Middle School art teacher had the daughter of Aaron Lee attend a gay slash straight alliance club with a guest speaker from Splash Youth of North Carol uh, Colorado. Sorry, as Lee's daughter adopted the idea that she may not be 100% comfortable in her female body, she was immediately given a trans flag, stickers, and bracelets 
as well as a queer flag, stickers, and bracelets, according to the PDE. See, so this is what they do when they think that you... It's like it's like they spot a sign of weakness. It's like, and then they attack. Bombard them with this and that and this and that with all these colors and the, you know, this pride flag and this whatever flag it is. I don't know. Whichever flag they have, they got different flags. But... You know, they, they try to give her. An, they try to give her an identity. This is who you are. This, all this, these stickers, this flag. This, you're one of us. This is who you are. So they try to tell you who you are, pretty much. Even if you may not know that's who you really are, they try to tell you and they try to lock it into your brain so that way you understand it very young, very early, and then you grow up with it and take it with you for the rest of your life. Uh, the article goes on to say, Splash Youth is an organization that. Through its Skittles arm, targets children as young as five years old to be introduced to gender ideology. Skittles is now a password-protected portion of the website. So this is a pretty much a website that uh, promotes this kind of behavior for young kids. That's just kind of crazy to me that somebody, an adult, would make that. That's a little weird. At the session in question, guest speaker Kimberly Chambers, the director of the Splash chapter, as well as being an employee of the Larimer County Department of Health and Environmental and a substitute, oh, I'm sorry, environment and a substitute teacher, told students that their parents were not safe, but, uh, but the Chambers, but that Chambers was safe, encouraging them to lie to their parents about attending of the meeting. Students also participated in the gender-bred person activity in which young children are asked by adults to whom they are sexually attracted so within that one sentence the last sentence i just read that's a that that would be considered a crime students also participated in the gender-bred person activity in which young children children meaning underage are asked by adults to whom they are sexually attracted with. So they're having sexual conversations with minors in schools. That's a fact. The Padre School District in Fort Collins confirmed their secret safe spaces. Wow. While Lee called the police, they could not take action as there was no accusation of physical touch or exposure of body parts. So pretty much nothing you can do. And if the school doesn't want to fire the teacher, then they won't fire him because this is the way these people think now. That's their their ideology. They're all in on it. The principals, the board of ed, superintendent, they're all in on it. Emails obtained by PD shows Chambers and Wright dealing with the fallout after the Lee family found out about the incident. One email shows Chambers saying that there was a huge potential for the family to reject their child and asking... <clears throat> Asking the recipient of the email to politely remind their student that the room is a safe space and that she should not share the names of her friends in attendance. I'm sorry, I needed a sip because they're basically asking you to lie to your parents. Wow. These people should be arrested, fired and arrested. Um... Perhaps ominously, she continued to say that any conversation with this parent should have the impression in our minds as evidence. Verbiage is everything. Ripe, on the other hand, was looking for advice on how to not have such a breach happen again, to which Chambers reassured that there is strong ally in the Board of Education and 
erroneously claimed, according to the PDE, that the Equal Access Act provides that the parents don't have to approve which clubs and activities that their children participate in, which will probably be probably be the next attempt by this parent. Continuing with the secretive nature of the chamber's activities with the children, a screenshot taken by PDE shows her advising children, what you hear in here, keep in here. What you learn in here, share everywhere. So this teacher pretty much is one of these activists. She wants to, her 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 te- her kids to be um her shoulder to lean on because more, yeah. Well, the, the thing that I feel like is that most of these people, nobody, no other really, like serious adults wants to like listen to these people. They just, you know serious adults are more just like oh that's who you are cool okay hi nice moving on. And these people don't like that. They want you to, like, be intrigued, like, oh, you don't want to know more? No, I don't care. And you don't need to, we don't need to shout it out. We don't need to, you know, we don't need to um, pretty much, like, analyze it. It's not that big of a deal. It's, it's fine. You can exist. You exist and you're going to exist anyway. Nobody's going to harm you for existing. That's wrong. But, um, you know, people don't need to be intrigued and it doesn't need to be all about you, pretty much. The world doesn't need to change for you. The world doesn't need to change for anyone if it doesn't want to. Ah. I weep for the future, man. Because a lot of these people are going to get away with a lot of this stuff. That's the saddest part about all of it is that a lot of these people are actually going to get away with a lot of this stuff because so many people think this way now. You know what I'm saying? So many people are starting to starting to think this way and believe that this is right and that it's okay and it's cool in a way. And it's like, it's really not. You know, it's 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 not cool to, 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 to be who you are. You know, it's not like, it's not not cool to be who you are, but it's not... You know, it's not meant to be like this this uh, overanalyzed and overzealous thing that we have to all pay attention to 24-7, you know, because you feel like we have to. Yeah, I'm scrolling down my Twitter feed right now. I'm just getting a... I'm uh, just getting a... Um, I feel for what's going on in the world right now because I've tapped out for a few hours. It's Friday night. I'm off work. I'm drinking. Joe Biden calls uh, Donald Trump the great MAGA king. Wow. Couldn't, couldn't pick better branding branding name. That was awesome, Joe. Great job. Thanks. We'll take it. Ultra MAGA too. We love it. Oh, look at this. Breaking report. Breaking report, prominent transgender activist Carlos Reza Daniela Aparicio Aparicio Hernandez, touted by the New York Times, arrested and charged with 16 felonies for rape and sexual abuse of a boy. I mean, there's a pattern here with these people, man. I'm not even going to go into it. You know it. I know it. We know what the pattern is. What else we got going on? Today was Jim Pisaki's last day. And of course, you went out with a bang. Not a good one. 
saying that she hopes that she did her duty uh, respectfully and yada, yada, yada. You didn't. You didn't. We're glad you're gone. Fuck out of here. Masks scientifically proven to be worse than useless against COVID. Wow, so not only were they just useless, but they were actually bad for you. Public health experts have been advocating masks for the general public ever since COVID began to spike in the United States in mid-2020. Masks soon became the non-pharmaceutical intervention, NPI, of choice. Despite there being a dearth of pre-COVID pandemic documents advocating them as meaningful tools to stop spread of the coronavirus. Even as critics have constantly poked holes in masks as a nearly useless and potential harmful tool for fighting the COVID-19 pandemic, the public health industry has stuck to their guns and insisted in the face of mounting evidence of their ineffectiveness that the American people should continue to wear masks, even toddlers. A new study has blown the debate wide open. It shows that masks are not only worthless against COVID-19, wearing them might potentially be harmful for physical people's physical and mental health and for society in general. I mean, that's pretty obvious. Like, who, how can anybody associate or communicate with each other with a mask on all day, every day? It's weird. A peer-reviewed journal article in Curious called The Correlation Between Mask Compliance and COVID-19 Outcomes in Europe has come to the stunning conclusion that the higher the mask compliant rates, the higher the COVID case rates. Wow, so we could pretty much say that the masks didn't help you and they're actually responsible for more COVID. Isn't that crazy? For those who aren't well-versed in statistics, this is the exact opposite of what researchers should find in masks if they ex- indeed worked. So they didn't work. We'll move on. It didn't work. Oh, look at this. Doctors. Doctors. Wow, this this one this one really blows my fucking mind. Doctors plan pioneering womb transplant that can let trans women carry children. So to pretty much uh break that down and give it to you simply, a man, someone born a man that does not have a uterus or anything like that is now about to be the first person to have a transplant where the, he will have a womb transplanted into his stomach where he can then carry a child. I don't know how the child's going to get in there. I don't know how the child's going to get out. But let's read this Let's read this article. Maybe we'll find out. <sighs> the world's going to hell in the handbasket. Yeah, so doctors plans doctor plans pioneering womb transplant that could let trans women carry children. Let's read. A doctor in India is planning to perform a womb transplant on a trans woman. That's a born male. Someone born a male. The first successful uterine transplants took place at the University of Gothenburg in Sweden in 2014 before the operation was carried out once more in the U.S. two years later. Less than a decade on Dr. Narendra Narendra Koshik, I'm sorry if I didn't say that right, a New Delhi surgeon, hopes to carry out the first uterine transplant into a trans woman. Koshik will perform the surgery at his practice, he told the British newspaper The Mirror. This is the future, he said, adding that he hopes the surgery will allow trans women, aka men, to carry children. The way towards this 
is with a uterine transplant, the same as a kidney or any other transplant. Wow, he's very cocky. He's a cocky son of a bitch for saying that. Isabella Thuland, a 33-year-old trans woman, a.k.a. man, who flew from Denmark to Delhi to undergo gender-affirming surgery by Nashik's hand, told the mirror, couples and singles, couples and single women can get help with conceiving. I don't really consider this all that much different. <sighs> Uterine transplants are currently rare, costly in experimental surgeries that typically rely on organs from living or dead donors. They are often done on people born without a uterus so they can become pregnant and give birth. A transplant has been carried out on a trans woman once before. Danish artist Lily LB, the subject of the film The Danish Girl in 1931, but she died of complications months later. Kaushik, who has 15 years of experience in gender-affirming surgeries, remains optimistic. We cannot predict exactly when this will happen, but it will happen soon, he explained. We have our plans, and we are very optimistic about this. This guy is a cocky son of a bitch. He's really going to do this. He wants to literally play God. That's all he's doing. He's trying to play God. He's not respecting nature. And he wants to change it. To his own will. Bend it to his will. Because if he figures out. If he feels if he can do it successfully on one person. Then he'll do it again. And then again. And then again. And then again. And then other doctors will do it. And then. Before you know it. <clears throat> it will be a common thing. And we will have officially lost our way completely. And there will be no going back from there. I'm going to continue to drink. I'm going to pour me some shots. I might even go to the bar. I just wanted to give you guys those three stories. You guys have a great night. Enjoy your Friday night. I'll talk to you guys again soon. Hopefully next weekend. Once again, it's your favorite minority from the loud majority. Just touching base with the base. Good night.